Welcome to Greed Watch 2018. My name's Coriander Dickinson, and maybe I'll just put like half an hour of Josh exhaling into his microphone <laughs> as this episode. Wait. There. And the beard scratchers. Exhalation and the beard scratchers. Those are my uh, co-hosts here <laughs> on our Common Rider O's <coughs> recap podcast. Hi, I'm Exhalation A. Kagan. <laughs> I'm Beard Scratcher D. Wasserman. Uh, I will try not to cough on uh, on Mike as much as possible, but I do have a cough. As long as you don't do it while you're trying to talk, I can work around it. Fair. Well, I'll still try to I'll still try to use my uh, cough button. Does that just make you cough more? No, no. It, it's what I do while I. Uh, uh, I never mind. It, I let me let me uh, let me explain your joke to you, Josh. So you see. The, the mistake you have made is to think that a cough button would cause me to cough when actually it's a button that I use to cover up the fact that I'm coughing. A cough suppressant, if you will. Do something, Corey. <laughs> I was just mystified that everything went silent for a moment there. Just like, ah, oh, blessed relief. <laughs> this was your idea. Why you can't complain about it? <laughs> Oddly enough, this is episode 10. Hey, hey, you two. Happy 10 episodes. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy 10 episodes to you. If Kugami were here, he would have a cake. because that Oh, motherf- that would be so rad. That motherfucker would bake a cake. Like every day, I picture him waking up and making a cake and just being like, Happy birthday, Tuesday. There was an individual in this episode pushing a cart with approximately 20 or so cakes. I was hoping it would be 40 cakes so that I could make a reference, but it was not. And I believe Kogami baked all those cakes. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I I think he was up at like sunrise making cakes. For for the purposes of Cake Watch, I'm counting that as, as six because we only actually saw one. But I put six plus because, you know, there were clearly others. Do we think that Kugami has robot help when he's making that many cakes? Or do you honestly God, no. Think- no? He's no, no. None, of, none of his flying takoyaki bots or uh, no little hawks, no murder hawks are helping him out? No, he's an artisan. He's doing this himself. He's sifting his own flour. He's doing the whole nine yards. He doesn't even have a robot for telepresence. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> you know what? Not even up to Sheldon's level. I'm not ruling out that Satanaka, that Satanaka is not not a robot okay yeah that's fair guess what we start off with uh kugami saying happy birthday to his biological lab and because which is full of non-biological shit like robots and motorcycles (laughs) so angry i feel like the writers of common writer ooo paid about as much attention in biology class as i did it's like if it was a technological research facility and they were making clones just Oh, it would be a lot rainier out, I suppose, if they were doing that. You can only make clones on super rainy planets. Uh, the humidity is just it's good for their dewy clone skin. That is a reference to a terrible movie that I don't even like. Blade Runner? <laughs> it is a reference to Blade Runner. Yes. No. Wow. Uh, it you was, don't like Blade Runner. I, oh, wow. Get out of here. I'm going to put that on Twitter. Oh, and you know what else? I feel the same way about Christmas. Hotcha. Whoa, hot takes. I hate things. And you know what else? Junk. Uh, Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Biological Lab that makes motorcycles and whatever the fuck. 
and we see a million kicks and we see like shots of industry. Like for a second, it feels like the 1950s, like industrial film of the Kugami Corporation. Like here at Kugami Biological Labs, we're making the future today. Here are some motorcycles or whatever. Here are some can butts. And then they all turn into octopus and fly away. Do we think that was a mistake? Yes. I think that's just the kind of wacky hijinks that they get up to at the Kogami Biological Labs. <laughs> You'd think after 10 years, they'd have this shit under control. I think that somebody just like for a jape activated them to see what would happen. <laughs> During the birthday festivities. <laughs> what a jape. What a clever jape. Well japed, Kogami Lab person. Uh, and then we, uh, we go to a conversation with Dr. Dollarm. And uh, a.k.a. Dr. Maki, uh, Sadanaka has Kugami up on the Kugami iPad. And uh, because her robot arms get tired after a while, now the Kugami iPad is just like propped up on like a grandma cart. The kind that I used to like carry around laundry and shit when I lived in Brooklyn. It's a stepladder that is like tinfoiled to a little wheelie cart. I mean, it's high tech as fuck. Say what you will about Common Rider OOO, but they know how to not spend money. And I'm glad they put a webcam on it this time because then his interaction with them makes a lot more sense. That's I guess true. I kind of just assumed there was like it was built into the body of the uh, of the of the tablet, but yes, there's maybe it's a maybe it's a maybe it's a wide lens so they can get more people in the shot who who even knows but uh i think they spend all their money on like cgi uh octopus cans i think that's the problem that's that's a lot of money uh gross eggs hatching uh yep. and uh and fish sausages uh anyways uh <laughs> and dr wieners and wieners uh dr maki uh dr dollarm is talking to kugami on the kugami ipad and uh kugami is waxing philosophical about how great all of the metal collection stuff that maki has done it's going great and now they just need to figure out the proper vessel for all of these metals for all of this unlimited power and there are a bunch of choices but there's only one right choice and that's O's. it is Maki's got the brilliant idea of maybe a greed could do it. That's not a good idea at all. So here's the thing. It's three choices. It's like a greed, a human, or O's. And I'm like, is O's not human? Because I'm pretty sure he is. This is a question that maybe the two of you can help me out with. It seems like they regard Common Writer OOO as an entity unto itself, and it just happens to be that underpants hobo wears the suit and is doing the jumping and flipping and kicking and tattoo buying but they don't these these feel like unconnected ideas i mean somebody kind of pulls it together later on when somebody i i think one of them is like no edgy he, he, he can't do this he's he's an idiot but i understand there's been a thousand hours million hours of this show can you just give me like the briefest reminder of like what other common, this is going to be hours of conversation, but like, this isn't the only common writer. O's isn't the only common writer, right? That's a very long way of asking that question. Uh, the short answer is no, but typically in the Heisei series, they don't 
within the show itself acknowledge the existence of previous common riders. Okay. So it's like they're starting with a blank slate each time. Uh, and at least in this era, they, they save any kind of acknowledgement of other writers for crossover movies, not the main series. Got it. Got it. Goto is standing there in the office when Kugami is like, oh, this could be, oh, 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 is the place to put it. And go, I, I feel like Goto is going to go rogue at some point, right? He's got to. <laughs> He's just getting he's got a motorbike and a shotgun. He's just getting pissier and pissier, and he really just wants to be crowned the prettiest girl in the room, and it is just not happening for him. If only he'd been in the right place at the right time. Yes, he could be. He could be friends with a disembodied arm. <laughs> we should all be so lucky. Uh, finally, Doctor Maki's like, "Well, Satanak is like, answer him," and Doctor Maki's like. Yes, totally. O's is the way to go. And also, I got a sharp new can for him. Check out my new can. It's a tiny tiger steamroller. It's adorable. It is. It is true. Very... And and now they have a can for each uh, each O's segment, which makes me happy. Does O's have an octopus body part coming? Yes. Well, young lady. Ah! I mean, spoilers, but yes. Duh. I'm terrified. I won't tell you which part, though. Maybe I hate it's this. the head. Maybe it's the arm. So maybe much. it's the legs. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Oh no! This is going to turn into a snuff film, isn't it? You guys, this is the <laughs> longest con ever. So Maki goes back to his to his lab, where for some reason his ghetto blaster is playing "Happy Birthday," sure, and he turns it off. And I'm like, does Kogami have control over every audio device in this laboratory? Maybe, or is Maki just really into "Happy Birthday"? He doesn't like them. He doesn't like beginnings. He doesn't like the celebrations of beginnings, you guys. True. He likes that dude likes endings because and you know how I know that? Because he says it every two minutes. A slight True. a slight stutter step back. Dr. Maki is one of the most important people, it sounds like, in the Kugami biological motorcycle lab. And yet his office looks like uh squatters live there. Like it's almost indistinguishable from where the greeds live. It is a disgusting, sad office. Let him live his truth. I don't know. I don't think anyone's allowed to clean there. Probably. Because nobody's allowed to see his cool mural. Yes, from the- Which uh, is a bunch of naked people and like a dinosaur. And, and flying and, babies. Yeah. It's, and there's bees. There's yeah. bees in there. There's all- uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack in that mural. I want to. I, I wish I was smart about anything. The it reminded me of whatever painting they based the opening credits of the leftovers off of. Oh yeah, like the Sistine Chapel type type deal. Yeah, but more, but more of the like, hey guys, it's the apocalypse. It is all happening for you right now. This is it. This is the end of the world. Quick aside, the leftovers is a really good show. I ha I'm not going to disagree with you. But when I was working on arguably one of the more difficult jobs I have had, it was a weekly kind of topical pop culture show uh, dealing with a lot of nerd and like genre culture. Uh, and I we shot on Mondays starting at like 530 in the morning um, and I was assigned to come up with last minute jokes for the leftovers which, uh, which aired <laughs> late on Sunday, which aired late on Sunday. And there is literally nothing worse than dreading, not only dreading the minutes until you have to go to work, but then watching possibly 
the most depressing TV show in the history of television. And having to come up with jokes about it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the leftovers does not lend itself that well to a like a humorous dissection. But I mean, you're the professional. You would be very right. Uh, the one <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. I've, I have I, I burned all of every, almost everything I did on that show. Uh, but uh, there was that one of the one of them doctors, one of them floppy haired Doctor Who persons uh, was in the leftovers. Yeah. Christopher Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston. And so the setup was something like, hey, you know, that lovable Doctor Who is in this episode. Let's let's see what he's up to. And then it was I forget which episode it was, but it was just then a quick montage of him getting punched in the face over and over and over again. And I could do literally any any of the three episodes that focused on him. Yes. Well, we only did the joke once, but uh, it was that was that was fun. And it was fun to watch people in the audience who love Doctor Who go like, oh, no, I have to climb in the television and help him. My precious doctor. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, I feel like Eccleston is the least beloved of like the the modern era doctors, but. Yeah, for sure. And he's he was also like a villain in Heroes and a villain in Thor. So. Well, like, like, yeah, but it was Thor the Dark World. So who even remembers? <laughs> any any non Ragnarok Thor who could really who are we kidding? Any non Goldblumdian Thor. <laughs> that is true. Who could possibly care? Uh, uh, the first Thor is OK, and it does have a, a significant amount of Kat Dennings in it, which raises it raises it in my esteem. I just wanted it to look like the side of a cool guy's van. And they didn't get oh, sure. to that. And they didn't get to that until Ragnarok. I, I just I just want things to look like cool vans. Anyways, uh, not a cool van is. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so Dr. Maki is in his office. Uh, I hope we all notice the little tiny arm doll chair. Yes. Oh, oh, bless. Bless the gift. Thank you, Corey, for the gift of making me watch this incredibly stupid show, because seeing that dainty little tiny puppet butt chair just fooled me with like dance around the room, joy and happiness. Excellent. So sad. It was such a sad, such a sad office, such a sad, tiny little chair. Uh, Maki muses about endings. And then he's like, back to my observations, opens his observant window, which overlooks the Kugami Biological Motorcycle Factory Olympic sized pool, uh, where uh, bomb crazy Matthew Sweethair guy uh, is uh, checking his experiments to make sure the bombs still explode. And as it turned out, they do. And he's all like, yeah, phase three is ready. And it like makes the egg sack wiggle into light. <laughs> yep. So here's <laughs> the thing about this guy. He, he looks like a Japanese anti-circus. Yes. Okay. Does anti-circus yeah. have, but does it, but he's got, but that's, I don't think anti-circus has Matthew sweet hair. And that is no, very if assuredly. It, no, but he does have bug eyes and like, sort of like the, like Rowan Atkinson lips. It's more like Andy Serkis as Smeagol from like the flashbacks in Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a crazy Andy Andy Serkis. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, credits. You got the medals. One, two. I'm sorry. Good job. Uh so the title for this episode that I had was Fist, an experiment, superbike. Minus fists, plural. Oh. But that's the only difference. Hmm. That sounds like a good weekend. 
I mean, if, if somebody was like, listen, I know I'm not going to tell you anything else, but these three things, I'd be like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. I'm not super sure I'll, about I'll that first through, one. I'll go through the first two just to get to the super bike. Yeah, it's true. It's a good call. You guys, Missoula's not feeling great. Yeah. She's, she's, she's all laid up. She's not even, she's even in her human form and just like, uh, she needs medals real bad, but they're coming. She says. And, and she, and, and she wistfully stokes, strokes Gamble's face. Yeah. Gamble tries to give her one of his core medals, but no, they're incompatible. It's not how that works. It's not really going to help her at all. Yeah. And Uva's mad and has a golf club still. Yes. Yep. Never stops having a golf club. Uh, Uva's like the Bob Hope of uh, of the Greens. <laughs> yep. uh, I meanwhile, I wanna... you know who else isn't feeling good? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, there was I'm a... sorry. Because uh, unlike segue. unlike Billy Joel's advice, I can't leave a tender moment alone. Uh, it was real nice. Again, just like a real nice uh, emotional moment uh, when Mizul, uh stroked her buddy's face. That was like it was completely surprising. I was not I have not really been expecting any sort of emotional content from the greeds besides them just sort of standing around and going, hey, our evil plan. But uh, but Missoula seemed like genuinely touched. And am I allowed to ship greeds? Yeah, I don't see why. Yeah. Not. OK. Mazufa. Wait, Mazufa. Mazample. Nah, I'll work on it. But they're just nice. Gimble. I hope. I hope they. <laughs> I hope they get together. I. I don't know. I'm pulling for the. I'm pulling for them now a little. Maybe they'll realize they don't have to be so evil, and what they really need is the power of love. What do you think, Corey? I am a fan of that song. It's but the... I don't know how it will help in this situation. Well, I mean, if they just well, what if they decide like, wait a minute, what we really want to do is like make uh, you know, farm to table beard wax or something like they could just they could just like move to the they could move to the country and uh you know they could just like they could get like a nice little place and some bicycles and maybe like a golden retriever or something and you don't think mazul would be putting fish eggs in everyone she would like the moment she could you know she might try and fight it. Look, it's like they're making they're just two kids trying to make a new start, making farm to table beard wax with their golden retriever, and eventually somebody's gonna put some eggs in something. Look, this See, happens. The thing about anybody having a relation with Gamel is that Gamel appears to be like mentally about five years old, which makes any uh, relationship a little creepy. Oh yeah. No, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. No I don't wanna I don't wanna crash your ship. No. No, maybe he could go to like night classes and like improve uh, himself. Maybe he'll maybe he'll age age up or something. Yeah, or I maybe hundreds of years talking. old. That's yeah, but he was like just some medals for a long time, so not a lot of social development going on there. Yeah, exactly. There's a it's, pile of medals in a yeah. sarcophagus. Yeah, you don't really you don't get socialized that way. I want that to be. I'm not. I I'm not going to have a dating profile anytime soon or ever. But I just now is like. Uh, Hi, I'm Josh. I'm Scorpio. Uh, I used to be a lot of metals in a sarcophagus for hundreds of years, but I'm out now and I'm learning things. Likes. I'm ready to party. Likes. Golf clubs. Hates. O's. Um, you know who's not also feeling so good? <laughs> I hate you so much. I love you. Merry Christmas. Also, it's like April or some shit, but it's almost Christmas. Josh Kagan's heart grew three sizes that day. Oh, God. I have to go to the doctor. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no. Steal my segue, will you? <laughs>
AG went a little overboard with his combo business, and Anka's like, no, no more of that. You can't yep. be trusted with the, the unlimited power of three yellow metals. AG is achy. He's literally like Flintstones hungover. Like he's got an it's ice. True. He's got an ice pack, and he's like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have had all of that rock and rye ribs." Rock and rye, rock and that's that's an oh, acceptable. Okay. I feel like that's an acceptable Flintstones punch. Um, thank all you. Right. Um, and uh, and then uh, the murder hawk comes in and is like, "Carl, I found a, I found your bro, Carl. Let's get out of here." And uh, Ag's like, "Hey, I found I found bombing guy. I'm gonna go chase him, even though I don't feel so good." He had the hawk follow Doctor Maki. Yes, yes, because Ag's a smart boy. And Ankh's like, "Eh, whatever." And then Hina's like, "You're the you're the worst. You're terrible." And Ankh's like, eh, "Maybe I will go follow him. Not not because I want to, just because it'd be interesting. Because I'm so tsundere." And, and then he, he climbs out, out a window. window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he's like, uh, he's the worst. And he looks like my brother, which just makes it that much worse. He uh, has. The, yeah. The sub is like the sub is like, uh, I he's terrible. And he has my brother's face. And it's like, well, he's got it. <laughs> he's got a little more than that. He seems to have he seems to have his entire body. But I'm not it's not like that time. The Joker's face got cut off. It's not like that time. The Joker's face got cut off or uh, or Caster Troy. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. uh, and then we're off. It's bomby. We're back with our, our old buddy Bommy, and you know what he's doing? He's just packing up a big bag of bombs. He's, getting... he's bubble wrapping them. Yeah. Hey, you, you got to keep that shit safe. You don't want to be one of those Bommies who blows themselves up. P.S. Always, Ooh. always a news story I'm happy to see. Win-win. <laughs> as long as no innocent people get hurt. I love I love reading about when Bommies are like, hey, you know what'll be great? I'm going to make some bombs. Uh oh, you know, I love it. makes me so happy. He's so into the idea of these bombs and what he's going to do with them that it causes uh, a shark to drop. Yep. <laughs> he like literally births a shark. Just fully formed from the egg cluster. Boop. Yes. Left and then shark. Maki's like, oh, the second one. To which I reply, no, it's the third one because there's one that turned itself into metals to feed them. There's one that Eiji beat up, and now there's this one. So well, learn to fucking count, Mackie. Maybe Mackie didn't see the medals one. Well, Mackie isn't very good at observation then, is he? I mean... I'm salty. No, he's it. he's a crazy man who talks to a doll on his arm. He's not, he, he's not good at anything. I'm not sure what he does. I expect rigorous scientific method from him. Rigorous. I, anything. Just do it. Count thi- the sharks. One, two, and three. <laughs> count the sharks. Um... So yeah, and then uh, he packs up his bombs, and then uh, we see uh, Ag and uh, uh, Ankh. They uh, they roll on up to the lab, and Ag almost runs uh, runs bomber bomber guy over, which like would have been a faster solution to all their problems. God, then just for the rest of the episode, they go back to the couscousier and just just, just have, hang, just have snacks and hang. Oh, that sounds nice. Ankh's like, why are you so good at this? That dude's the one that was infected with the bomb with the the yummy and the lair is in this building right here and he's just like oh, i got two places to be uh hawk can i'm real real sorry can even though this is your purpose in life could you go after that guy yeah he's very apologetic to a like a non-sentient just sort of robot thing but it, it speaks yep. to his character then on gets bodied by a shark real bad <laughs> and then- literally bodied <laughs> yep and then she's like cheetah mode now and Unk's like 
as when anybody asks him anything, is like, oh, stop asking me for stuff, and then does what he's told. Don't boss me. <laughs> yeah. And then AG, like, just wastes that shark at about 30 seconds flat, because he knows he knows how to kick a shark to death now. Uh, he runs into the lab, which inspires Maki to put the entire lab into lockdown mode. And then, like, have a really long monologue about endings and stuff at AG. Well, AG's like, wait a second, the bomber, and you know, and what, you're you're terrible. And Maki's all like, well, whatever, what you gonna do? And he's just like, guess I'm gonna run after the bomber. Well, he, he doesn't quite make that decision just yet. We throw to, uh, we throw to Parkland. Magic, oh, right. Magical Parkland. It's got an aquarium. It's got a roller coaster. It looks like a very nice place to hang out. It's like a lot of stalls in the bathroom. We'll get to that later. It's uh, that's true. It's it's it, it looks it looks like a pleasant place to spend spend an afternoon, especially if you're bombing. Especially if you want to set a serial bombing record. He's so proud of that. <laughs> the serial bombing Guinness Book of Bombing Records. I guess. We're- set off seven bombs in a row. Woo! Nobody's ever done seven bombs in a row. This is the big leagues. I'm working on the musical version of this episode, which is called Seven Bombs for Seven Brothers. <laughs> I hope it has Julie Newmar in it. Wow. It's um, going to be some problems there. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, we can add her in post. Um, we go back to the uh, to the non-lockdown part of the lab, and, uh, and AG's like, well, I guess I better stop those bombs and get those yummies. And uh, Dr. Dollarm is like, Hey, but what if you didn't? Because <laughs> you know, you, look, shit happens. You gotta, you gotta break at least seven eggs to make an omelet. You gotta kill so many people look, to learn anything. That's just science, you guys. We'll be right back on that's just science. Um, <laughs> and then Edgy, uh, like, gets real fucking emo here. Like, really, almost. Is this the part where he almost like punches? Him that's real- when he comes that's when back. he comes oh, back he comes back yes okay sorry that hasn't happened so yet. He, but- he just runs runs off and yeah. he runs off so fast that when he leaves the building he's no longer henchined even though he was when he was in the building he ran he, like, real runs fast. out of his henchin yeah i mean cheetah legs are not going to help him get anywhere faster why did he have to get out of his can he only be in i his- don't even know oh, okay because it's expensive i think the answer is so that we can see all the emotions on his face as he sweatily runs through an amusement park defusing bombs. Yes. Or they did he like reshoots or something? Yep. Eh, all I think are- I think they like to let the actors do stuff instead of just showing a suit all the time. It's uh it's that whole thing with like not being able to see as much emotion through a through a helmet. Yes, and when you have a quality actor like this gentleman, you want to see all every single one of the nine or ten emotions that he is capable of uh, of pooping out. Hey, that is at least seven more emotions than Common Rider Ghost has. I'm going to take your word for it. So, uh, Ag goes to get some bombs. Uh, we briefly hang out with uh, our old buddy Goto. Uh, he is trapped in the lab. Everybody's trapped in the lab mm. with a bunch of yummies. Maki's the only one that can reverse it. Yeah, and he just doesn't want. He's not gonna. No. He's like, I want to see what happens when you trap a bunch of people in a lab with a bunch of shark people. Yeah. Because I guess science. I mean, I could probably tell you. I have a guess. I suppose a guess isn't science. Let's hear it. 
I, I guess that they're all going to get killed by shark people. Yep. That sounds about hmm. right. Uh, well, and that's why you're not uh, the head of the uh, biological uh, motorcycle and octopus lab. I suppose that's true. You do not adhere to the scientific method. Uh, cut to Bommy, who is sitting on a park bench by the amusement park that he's going to blow up. Hey, PSA from those of us here at Greedwatch 2018 slash 2019. If you are going to do crimes, and we don't recommend it, right, guys? We don't want people to do crimes. Don't do crimes. Yep. Thank I mean, you. like, live your truth. No, seriously, don't do crimes. But if yeah, you are going, don't do crimes. If you are going to do crimes... Try not to sit on a park bench right by where the crimes are going to be done and shout at the top of your voice about how excited you are about doing crimes. And also don't have like a notebook full of detailed information about the crimes that you are about to do. Don't do that. That you're caressing like the precious. Don't. Guys, guys. And then don't let some guy grab it from you. No. Even if if he does. Don't start shouting the word bombs over and over again while two policemen walk towards you. Uh, now, in Bommy's in in Bommy's slight defense, a murder hawk does get all tangled up in his hair, distracting him long enough <laughs> for Ag to take the notebook. But then, yes, he does shout, "Oh no, my bombs! My wonderful bombs! Officer, officer, go get that uh, underpants hobo! He's got my book full of bombs, my delicious, lovely bombs that I'm going to murder." Somebody people stop with. that awful, awful man! Yeah. <laughs> At first, he's saying sentences, but then eventually, he's just just he's just shouting bombs over and over. He's not even, it's just one word. He's got chutzpah. I'll give Bommy that. He really wants to better he's himself. He's very committed. Yes. But he's not maybe the best criminal. He lacks a certain level of finesse. It's true. It's true. That, but he does like bombs. you more successful criminals. What's that, Corey? He does like bombs, though, and that's really appealing to the greed. Oh, yeah, sure. And And, and reading between the lines, like from what, from what we find out, it sounds like he started liking bombs more because of the greed. Like, you know, maybe he was just like, hmm, bombs are pretty cool. And then he got greeted up and he's like, fuck yes, bombs. My everything. Yeah. And also a, like an egg sack, like sort of came out of his back and it looked real gross. Um, Was there an episode that they just decided to shit? Ki- I feel like that's a lot of trouble for a two second flashback. It feels like a thing that they shot and then we're like, Nah, you know what? We have enough gross shit coming out of people. Nah, I think they were no. on the set already, and we're going to shoot that no matter what. Yeah. 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 And anyway, so AG, AG runs to the amusement park and shouts at people about bombs, but he's too late to stop the roller coaster because it can't be stopped once it's going, which I is a bad system. Sounds like a roller coaster. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know what your alternatives are, but. I mean, basically, all they can do is stop it from moving, which doesn't get the people off of it yeah now you've just no got... but like you know it, it gets them it gets them not continuing on a line towards more bombs it's true fortunately ag can run faster than bombs <laughs> and they're not like they're not like complicated like i don't know which which fuse to cut bombs they're just like oh unplug the battery yeah real quick let's go not i if you are looking for pulse pounding tension Keep looking, my friends, because <laughs> there is like, yeah, there's no like, oh, which one? There's not enough time. It's counting down. It's just like he just kind of runs around and goes boop, 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 uh, and unplugs all of them. And then the last one is in the toity where he sees it. He's got like 10 seconds. And instead of like being like, shit, I better move it. He spends about six seconds uh, looking back and forth 
to a kid by the sink and thinking about an exploding girl who gave him a rock one time. And then, then he like dives towards the bomb and unplugs it with, with a second to go. He does throw the book at the child. Oh yes. And which, which just causes the, the kid to not turn off the faucet. Right. And then he gives him his underpants, which I feel like is going to get him put on a list somewhere. Hi, I'm Josh Kagan from Greed Watch 2018 slash 2019. No matter how prudent you may think it is in the moment, please do not give a strange child your underpants. Thank you. Especially in a bathroom. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that just a, makes it worse. That's a corollary as fuck right there. Yes. Do not do not give a child your underpants in the bathroom. Like, I feel like the equivalent is a scene from uh, uh, Kikujiro where a kid gets, like, accosted by a dude who's only wearing underpants in a bathroom. Yeah. If you were and then ga- gets beat up by Beat Takeshi. Good. Good. All yeah. right. Now, yeah. I'm, now I'm into it. Uh, yeah. If anything that involves children, bathrooms, and underpants, any kind of combination of those three things, you could be in trouble. Anyway, AG is very, very bad for the wear, and he seems to be having a terrible PTSD flashback. He's got a sh- yep. shaky hand and everything. Uh, while this is all happening, uh, we throw back to the lab uh, at some point during the last bomb disconnecting scene. But it's just Yummy's fucking up the lab. It's just mass hysteria. It's kind of... If only somebody could have predicted that. If we didn't have all the facts. <laughs> like, Goto's got his shotgun... He's doing what he can, but it's not a lot. He's just shooting shark boys. He's not helping that much. He can hack the system, but that's about it. He is so happy to finally be able to shoot people in the chest, even though it doesn't seem to be effective one iota. He's just like, finally. It's like Gatu came from like a different TV show where they just like a hard-boiled cop show where everybody just runs around and shoots people. And now he's trapped in this kid show. And every episode he's like, Mm, but I just want to shoot people. So I'm I'm glad. I'm glad he's getting to live his bliss this time around. But the tragedy is that the gun doesn't do anything. Yes, exactly. It's like a line from uh, Alanis Morissette's Ironic. Exactly. You know what's ironic about that song? Never mind. Get out. Eiji makes it back to the lab, which is still on lockdown, and Maki is still in the underpass, I guess, hanging yep. out and ready to talk smack at him again. Yes. But also... To give him a present. Again, Dr. Maki gives his real well-thought-out position, which is like, hey, but what if you didn't kill any yummies and they just sort of murdered everyone because, uh... Science! Because science? Because I want to see what happens. But also, here's a can. It's got a little little cheetah guy in it. Uh, And AG punches a wall so hard that it dents metal. Yep. All but saying, like, that could have been your face, my bro, and then knocks the little doll off his arm, at which point Dr. Maki goes into full meltdown mode. First, A.G., like, well, A.G. punches the wall and is like, thanks for the can, but maybe, like, never talk to me ever, ever again. Yeah. And then the doll falls off of his arm, and then he basically goes, like, full uh, Piero from that episode of Cowboy Bebop. Anyways, he starts to hyperventilate and panic and saying that he can't talk, even though it seems like he also can't breathe. And he's got no problems talking because he's talking a lot. And then he escapes out a side door. 
So Iggy's got a tiger can. It's a little can. It's a tiger. It goes yeah. rawr. He tosses it at the bike. It fuses with the bike. Now it's a tiger bike. Woo! Yes. And then it meets up with 19 of its <laughs> friends and forms Voltron in that unfortunate second season. Where it's all viewed. That's a lie. That doesn't what? happen. What? Instead, no. AG tries to get on the bike as O's, but the bike is too hot for him to handle. Oh, yeah. Why invent? <laughs> it's just tearing the fuck around. Why invent like this? Like a crazy bike. Like it's at the Calgary Stampede or some shit. Like what's happening? Why is this? Wait, okay. I'm going to make a super cheetah bike. You know what? I better program into it that it's unrideable. You know what? Wild hearts can't be tamed. And it hates sharks. And wild sharks also cannot be tamed. It goes through a door. It <laughs> so, goes through a wall. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess gave Maki time, time to get his shit back together. Because <laughs> now he's fine again. Well, it's just he's you, like, I'm back. I'm got, okay now. I got a doll in my arm and everything's a-okay, my friends. Try a combo. Do a barrel roll. And Ankh's just, oh, that's <laughs> dumb. Uh, <laughs> that's a neat trick. Ankh's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, no combos. You're welcome. No. No, no combos. And Eiji's like, oh, I'll combo you. And he just shakes him until the metals fall out, which is delightful. I could have watched that for the rest of my life. <laughs> just a grown man. This Here is what I want, really, though. I really want the unedited footage of a man dressed in a green outfit with just the arm and uh, underpants hobo just grabbing him by the wrist and shaking him back and forth. It was fucking delightful. It's like the behind the scenes of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah. Yeah, I feel I feel like there may not have been anybody like wearing the arm at that point. It may have just been like an empty arm that he was shaking. What I really wanted him to do was uh, turn the arm around and kind of start smacking the bottom of it like he was trying to get the rest of the ketchup <laughs> out of a bottle. <laughs> yes. Just a little more yes. ketchup. <laughs> Uh, oh, and uh, oh, I, do, I don't know if we already said this, uh, but Dr. Dollarm is like, no, 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 it's cool if he has a combo because the bike eats the energy, right? Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah. And so AG combos up and gets on the bike and he's like, hey, this did work. Yeah. All right. And then he goes after some shark boys and he like stands up on his bike and swords them and he, it's all real dynamic and he fires like some big metals out of it and shoots them in the air and there's selling metals everywhere and shark boys are all dead. And Anka's suit too busy like swimming in the metals yeah. to even eat them. Yep. He's just like rolling in them. Like <laughs> like indecent proposal style. <laughs> oh god. It's a lot of references today. Somebody I know, right? Somebody draw that. Somebody somebody who's listening to this, please please draw the indecent proposal poster with just Ark on an on a bed full of metals. And Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Coda. Right? Yes. We've, 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 we've now, we've, all of our business is done here now, yes? Ma yes. Maki's like soliloquizing about, about endings and he's like, ah, will Oz be the, the, the proper person to bring about the end of the world? Who knows? Is this, he, he seems dubious. Is this Maki's plan or is this Kugami's plan? Because this I'm is sure it's just Maki's thing that Maki wants. Right. I feel like Kogami just, even more than Maki, Kogami's just like, I want to see what happens. <laughs> Let's just, just put all this shit out there and just see what what happens. Just stir I, the pot. I mean, certainly that goes along with Maki's scientific method. Like, it all comes from the school of, eh, 
What? Who even knows? Let's just look at it. What if we made vending machines that turn into bikes? And we just put that out there. We just like see what people do with it. And instead of drinks, they dispense tiny cans, robots. Yeah, could be good, could be bad. We just don't know. Let's look at I mean, it. Technolo- no technology is good or bad. It's how you use it. Let's find out. Yeah. It's a real Elon Musk kind of philosophy. <laughs> Except Kogami doesn't have a cool girlfriend. He has Satanaka. I guess that's that's close enough. Uh, Kogami has uh, Kogami has Greeds and uh, Elon Musk has Grimes. <laughs> True. I have so many concerns about all of that. But anyway, that's a different podcast. Uh, back to the couscousier for our humorful wrap up. <laughs> so good. Everyone, you know what? Everybody's just have you know what? We fought greeds. We have our boys, our good boys, our good arm boy and our good underpants boy. They had a busy day uh, and now they're having a nice meal. Yeah. Nice, nice lunch that Hina apparently prepared for them. And Hina does not care if Ankh likes it, but she does care if Eiji likes it. Ooh. The food is specifically on trays like a school lunch and not yes. like a prison at all. <laughs> yes, like a school lunch. I wonder I wonder what Couscousier's theme might be right now. Oh, apparently the strictest school ever. And I am there for it. <laughs> okay. Oh Jesus. Um yeah, so, so the, listen, this show this 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 show has got its its finger on on my particular pulse, let me tell you. Between last episode and this one. Whew. Oh. Song That's is being written. Chioka corrects know. him. End of episode. <laughs> End. <laughs> the owner of the couscousier comes out uh, in stern teacher mode, which again, again, kind yep. of like the scene that we saw. Calm your boner, my friend. I can't. No, <laughs> it's no. impossible. Work on it. Um, <laughs> this I, can't, is- I can't believe this is a kids' show. How many? How many? How many children are developing fetishes from watching this show? All All of them. them. Every, every last one. Well, you know, you know what? We probably shouldn't make a kid's show that has like strict teachers and miniskirts and stuff. But you know what? Let's just put it out there and see what happens. Now, (laughs) now that's that, my friend, is biology. Um, That's the scientific method. Uh, she comes out and she's dressed as like a strict teacher. And this is like one of the again, it's like one of those things that feels like we're seeing the payoff of a joke that was never set up. <laughs> it's 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 kind of the setup from the last episode when we found out what Ag told her about about Ankh. So it's she's I think she's trying to socialize him. Oh, no, that part I understand. But the part where suddenly oh, okay. she's like a mean teacher and they're eating off of trays oh, yeah. and it's a school theme. It's just like, oh, I got OK. Yeah. Never too late to set up a big a gag, I guess. But uh, yeah, so she she tries to teach him how to be polite and hits him with the thing, and everybody just laughs and laughs. And uh, that's uh, and as Corey said, that's it. That's all that happens. I was completely fine with this episode. I liked it. I, a lot of things happened. There was a lot of running around and punching. There were some nice character moments. It was a pretty good half hour of uh, garbage. What did you think? I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think, Corey? I liked all the dumb sharks and their <laughs> stupid squishy bodies and moist skin and they're swimming around in a school and frolicking like dolphins and then jumping up <laughs> into the air and shooting from invisible guns. 
Maybe it's because I'm so affectionate towards Katy Perry's uh, internet famous left shark. But I, I, and I said this last week, I love these guys. I want more of the shark yummies. I kind of wanted to give one a hug, you know, just as like, I know their skin's like real sharp and stuff, but like, they just kind of look, they look all cuddly and foam rubbery and they just, they don't seem like bad dudes, except when they're doing all that murdering. I like how much they use their arms to attack people. Like sharks, Mm. like real sharks. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it for all of us. So I will say thank you to anyone listening. And you can find me, Coriander Dickinson, on Twitter at Absalar. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh A. Kagan. And you can find me on Instagram at Josh A. Kagan. I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasmium, where I will attempt to not be horny on Maine. Because <laughs> I save it all Stay for this podcast. greedy. Is that what we're doing? No. Is that what we're doing? I, I. That's what Corey's doing. That's hey, that's what I did. Hey, she, she, she's, she's the boss. She's the one who doesn't sign our not paychecks. Um, let's say it all at once. Ready? One, two, three. Stay, Stay greedy. greedy. Oh, very close. That was great. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.